This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About, about it. it. Welcome, Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a cocktail to go with it. I'm your host, Chris Bowman. I'm your other host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And our lovely and talented guest this week is Deanne Smith. Hi, everybody. Uh, Hi, Deanne Smith. Comedian, writer, host of a podcast called Deanne Smith's Questionable at Best. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Thanks how, for having me. How are you? I'm great. Good. How are uh, you guys? Good. Uh, we're doing we just, good. We just, uh, just before we sat down, you were going to explain, but I stopped you short. Mm -hmm. uh, you are new to Toronto. Pretty new to Toronto. I made the move from Montreal in June. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you are, I mean, I don't know the timeline here. Maybe you can tell us, but yeah. you are American born, Canadian what, raised, or when did you move here? Well, raised in the comedy sense. Oh, yeah. I, when did I move here? <laughs> Probably in about 2005. Oh, wow. From Mexico. So I'm kind of, I'm a bit of an American expat. Wow. I haven't lived there since my early 20s. Basically, when George W. stole the first election, I was yeah. like, I'm out of here. And wow. I left and never went back. One of back. the rare people that has ever actually <laughs> said that they're out of there and actually done it. Yeah. So I moved to Mexico for a while, hung out there, yeah. uh, laying low on the lamb. Yeah, yeah. And then crossed over into Canada. <laughs> Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, we're better off. Hanging we're out with off. Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman on that beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we had a great time. We're a better country for having you here. Oh, well, thank you. Um, how have you found Toronto so far? I really like Toronto. I think yeah. the comedy scene is really booming. That's the main reason that I moved here. Yeah, um, compared to Montreal. Yeah, Montreal has a great scene, but it's much smaller than yeah. Toronto's. I mean, I, I uh, went to Montreal probably a year ago, almost to the day, and I was there for uh, an extended weekend, and it was the first time I've had a really, really good time in Montreal because I was kind of led around by people that knew what mm -hmm. was up, you know, drinks and food-wise, you know, so... Uh, I really loved my time in Montreal. The people were so friendly, you know, the, the, it feels like a different place. It doesn't feel like Canada to me. It feels like Europe. Yeah, it definitely is its own little world, Yeah, you know, and rent's really cheap and there are so many artists and you cannot bike past a park at two in the morning without running to someone playing a banjo and someone else <laughs> juggling and, you know, the circus school has big influence there. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun town. Yeah, and I mean, is it a, is it a, it is a late night city? Like, I mean, people are up and out at all hours, like kind of New York style? Or? I find it to be that way, yeah. for sure. Whenever I've ended up raging in Montreal, I realize like, oh, it was a Tuesday and I'm stumbling at, <laughs> home at five in the morning. How did this happen? Yeah. 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 Well, that's, uh, I suppose it's good if you want to do that kind of thing, you know, you know, go out late and you have the option. I mean, here, I don't know, I guess you get up to after hours, but I'm not that kind of a party guy. So no, I mean, once either. at two o'clock, it's like, okay, home time. You know? It's always shocked me when I come to Toronto though. I feel like things close down really early. Yeah. I mean, we get Americans in, uh, mainly people from New York who are used to the 4am thing mm -hmm. and are shocked when I kick them out at two, Yeah, you know? And they're shocked to learn that there's nowhere else to go. But Toronto's yeah. moving and shaking. It's a money town. We got to go to bed. We got to wake up. We got to make it happen. Canada, let's go. That's it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which town would you guys say has the better cocktail scene? Oh goodness, I wouldn't know. I'm not that sophisticated when it comes to cocktails. And I mean, you know me, Ben. I kind of I get led around wherever I go. So I mean, I don't go out for cocktails much in Toronto, uh, but. Um, Montreal certainly has a, a scene, um, and as much as I've seen in Toronto, I'd say they're, you know, to total, like totally fence sit. They're both pretty good. 
Do you know what right. I realized? Your podcast may be the authority on cocktail scenes to your listeners. Why aren't we just Why aren't we just choosing a city, being yeah, strong just about it? Pick something and lean in. I'm going to okay. go ahead and say let's, Toronto. Let's cut this all out up to now. Mm-hmm. Toronto yeah. is, is definitely much better than Montreal when it comes to absolutely cocktails. huge yeah, cocktail fuck scene. Montreal. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I feel like um, that's sort of why everybody on the radio seems to, so confident in their opinion. It's like, it's just better radio to be confident in your opinion, not like like, they actually feel like they know the politics way better than the rest of us. Those blustery white right wingers. I said white. White I almost said white ringers, which is almost (laughs) the same. Freudian slip. Yeah. This week, um, actually a couple days from now, I am going to MC one of my best friend's weddings and uh lord knows i need a drink for that <laughs> benjamin um i may have uh gravely offended my mother-in-law but i don't know and i need a drink for that what? all right Deanne. i have just made the decision to move in with my girlfriend and I need a drink for that. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Life decisions. Whoa. Life decisions. Big stuff. Big ones. <laughs> Yen, mm-hmm. you will be drinking something called Permanent Holiday. Ooh. Uh, it is an ounce of bourbon, mm-hmm. an ounce of Averna Amaro, a half an ounce of Liquor 43, one ounce of grapefruit juice, half an ounce of passion fruit syrup, half an ounce of fresh lime juice. We are going to combine all ingredients in a shaker, add crushed ice and shake, pour the contents into a tall glass or a tiki mug, of which I went out and bought one today. So you can no enjoy. way. Yep. Uh, cool. And you're going to garnish and serve with an umbrella and a uh, twist of grapefruit rind. That sounds pretty good, don't you think? I just have the widest smile right now. I'm so excited about this. And the tiki mug looks amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a, a number of them to choose from. And oh, I don't wow. know. Like, Ben, you've explained before, like, tiki mugs are, like, are you, were you sort of sure that they were offensive? Or are they, like, questionably offensive in terms I of... I mean, I think that it's definitely, like, a white people making a pastiche of somebody else's culture thing which oh, tends goodness. to the offensive but yeah uh, well, then let me change my enthusiastic response <laughs> and your well, tiki mug looks offensive <laughs> but there's a mermaid on this one so it's maybe i don't know you decide it's this just is, a lovely this turquoise. has been an elaborate sting operation deanne we just want you to endorse an offensive i'm yeah, a white ringer <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like i don't like, I guess the thing, though, is maybe that there's no super specific culture being pastiched. It's just kind of like Pacific tropical, like, is like a general <laughs> idea. So maybe it's okay because it's not specific enough. Well, so you're just kind of like offending an area rather than a pinpointed area, I guess, a large area? Uh, yeah, a hemisphere. Okay. I'm going to happily drink out of this mug, but I'm going to shake my head the entire time. <laughs> Lucky it's a podcast. We can't see that happen. Um, I uh, I drank out of a tiki mug that was designed to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator one time uh-huh. in uh, in Seattle. So well, that offends nobody. That, that That's just great. Yep. <laughs> Which part were you drinking out of? Uh, it, was just like, it was just like the top of his head, I guess. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. True tiki mug style. Yeah. That was good. Uh, ben, you're going to be drinking something called The Legend Continues. Uh, it's another, another uh, 
Oh, yeah, no, I actually, I guess I didn't read the whole instruction here. Anyway, uh, the legend continues. One ounce of dark rum, one ounce of coffee liqueur, uh, ha uh, sorry, three-quarter ounce of fresh orange juice, half an ounce of orgeat, orgeat, take a drink. Take a shot. Uh, one whole egg. Uh, you are going to shake the rum, coffee liqueur, orange juice, orgeat, uh, orgeat. Uh, and the egg together until the ingredients are emulsified. Add rice, ice, rice. Oh my goodness! My goodness. <laughs> Add ice and shake to chill. Strain into a coupe and garnish. Yeah, our listeners. We should tell our listeners that you can't cool a cocktail off by shaking it with rice. No, Just, you you can won't if if you've dropped your phone in the toilet when you've had one too many. <laughs> put it in ice. Add it oh, to man. ice. I fucking rice. dropped my phone last night. Oh no! Did you? Oh, I fucking obliterated the screen. Oh no! I went and had a, a couple of margaritas with our friend Lizzie Bartelt. Right, I heard about this. Turns out she lives on the same street as me. I didn't what? know that, but uh, I was uh, I was saying good evening, and I started walking toward my apartment and mm -hmm. uh, took my phone out of my pocket to fire up a podcast, and boom! It's a million pieces. Oh no! Very disappointed. And that's not a you got you went and got you get yourself that that the giant phone didn't you like the no uh, I don't have the really big iPhone did you get um, insurance I did it doesn't really like it's it's still like ninety bucks or something to get the yeah. screen fixed though and I couldn't get an appointment for a few days so I just have to lacerate the tip of my finger every oh, time I yeah. take a call yeah. for I've the next there. few days I uh, I work with a guy who waited so long to buy a new phone and. Uh, Finally broke down, got himself an iPhone 6, and went for a run the first week, dropped uh, his phone. He showed up, and it was immaculate in every other way, except for the screen, which was in similar condition to yours, I'm assuming. But, oh, my uh, gosh. He was so angry. Yeah. yeah. It, would be it makes me not want to have a case, because I have a case, which is supposed to not allow this to happen. Yeah. But it also, you know, like, it makes it uglier and... I had a Bigger. cracked screen for about three weeks, and the worst part was everyone's nonstop commentary oh, right. about yeah. the cracked screen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, my life is actually together. Yeah. So yeah, no, if you could stop judging problems, me, right? yeah. First, yeah. And I oh, no. and I'm living it, and I have proof of that here in the form of a cracked screen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, cut fingertips. Yep. <laughs> Wear it with pride, is yeah. what I say. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, Chris, you're going to be drinking a Zim Zalabim. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which is uh, two ounces of Reposado tequila, mm -hmm. two teaspoons of orange bitters. Um, I think uh, two teaspoons is about a third of an ounce. I actually, I actually, uh, in in, uh, in the name of expediency, kind of pre-batched this one. Nice. Uh, I saved Deanne's because it's you know just nice to make it uh, right. live. But I, my, mine, I actually used teaspoons. So nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So two teaspoons is a third of an ounce, but for some reason, this this recipe. I mean, I guess you don't really see a third of an ounce in a jigger all that often. No, two ounces of reposado tequila, two teaspoons of orange bitters, two teaspoons of Saint Germain, one teaspoon of superfine sugar uh, or simple syrup if you prefer, and a lemon twist. Uh, so you're going to stir the ingredients with ice until well chilled and fine strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Express the oil from the lemon peel over the drink and discard it. Sounds good. Not the not the not the drink. The, the drink. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the lemon rind and throw away the drink. It's an yeah. exercise in the futility of life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not so much like a cocktail as a, like a piece of performance art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's go make these drinks. Let's do it. 
Cheers. Oh, cheers. hey. Yes, it's cheers. Time to drink. Oh, goodness. The tiki mug is so frosty. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Nothing better than a nice frosty tiki mug. <laughs> well, Racism that's... is a dish best served cold. Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Mm. <laughs> that's the mm. best response. Colonial. <laughs> How is it? This is so delicious. Is it? I'm trying to find the words to process <laughs> this. I think it's really interesting that we're all having unique taste sensations right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, do you want to... Really? Um, I, I don't, don't usually have a coffee liqueur on this uh, on this show. It's been... I, th- I think it's been a long time since we've done anything with a coffee liqueur, and uh, I'm uh, enjoying mine. Have we, have we ever done one? I only remember the coffee drink, the coffee-looking drink that you gave me. Oh, yeah. What was that called? Uh, Rabbit Fernet Coat? Yeah, that uh, that that one that I picked uh, to to punish you. That was disgusting. <laughs> early, <laughs> early in the show's history. You know what we? That was know, that was Chris really rethinking whether he wanted to do this show at all. Yeah, uh, you know we that was like we went through this phase where we like we did, uh, you know, once in a while we'd have what would you say like one in eight were duds. <laughs> like we had a we had a couple of shows where like we both hated our drinks. Yeah, you know, I think I think we're getting better at looking at a recipe and saying this is going to be a good drink. Well, look, you know, let's not, you know, we should not pull any punches. I mean, when we saw the um, Frank Collins, which we've talked about before, which is mm-hmm. a, a take on a uh, Tom Collins, yeah, um, featuring hot dog juice instead of hot lemon dog water, juice, I think. Like an ounce of hot dog water. I want to say gross, but it almost sounds okay. It almost sounds okay. Uh, but it is in fact gross. Mm. It's, uh, it's two ounces of gin and two ounces of hot dog water. And wow! I, I I think people were were more into it at the time than you remember, Chris. It feels a little highbrow, lowbrow, isn't? It? Yeah. If you were to have gin on hand, wouldn't you be a bit of a fancy gentleman? Uh, you know, if, or lady, or lady. Right. Well, I mean, here's what brings it down a notch is that when you boil the uh, hot dog, <laughs> you then use the hot dog as the garnish. So you basically have a whole hot dog sticking in your glass. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> it sounds disgusting. You stir your drink. And so you take a boiled hot dog and you cool it right down in your glass. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, hot dog is not a dish best served cold, no, it turns out. No. Although, as a child, I used to eat them cold straight out of the disgusting pack. Ugh, oh, Chris. I don't know. I don't know. I was a weird kid. I ate sand, too, you know. As a child, I used to fry bologna on the radiator and eat it that way. Are you serious? Yeah, because I couldn't uh, use the stove. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for being there for me right yeah. now. I felt out there alone, but you just stepped up your game right yeah, there. Thank kids you. and their processed meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, kids fry the darndest. <laughs> uh, where are you guys at with uh, uh, texts with... The parents of your significant others. Text Texting them? Yes. Well, I don't Do have you, a significant other. And yeah, when I, I guess, did... But, but, I mean, you, you, you have had, yeah. like... Have, I mean... Yeah, no, I mean, you know, like minimal. I, it, as a, it's, sort of, it's sort of a case-by-case thing. But, like, what's, what's your policy? Like, are you getting a lot of texts from... Deanna, are you getting a lot of texts from your, your girlfriend's mom or anything like that? No, I wish I was. I, I don't think she's that handy at the phone. Right. Yeah. And, and the most that I've done is send her pictures, you know, of our time together. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but it's I, a one-way transaction. It's a one-way transaction. And I tend to email them because I think that's a safer right. bet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's my, I, I think there was minimal, uh, only one necessary texting. Uh, and it was, emails were a different story. Like it was long 
right. you know, that stories. They're, they're writing letters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't mind that. That's, that's totally cool. Well, so I have a, uh, I'm a fairly good at technology, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared to a generation or two previous, like I make, I'm not like special or anything, but you know, I think our, our generation has an easier time picking these things up. And, um, and my wife's mother, my, uh, my mother-in-law does a lot of, uh, texting, uh, and, and she's kind of like new and ex- new to it and excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, are they in all caps? <laughs> I don't think it's quite that. Like she, she does like my mom will sometimes kind of write a letter in a text, like, <laughs> She, not not so much anymore, but like you know, she used to sign like her name at the bottom right. of the text. <laughs> I right love on. that. Yeah, which is very sweet. Yeah, um, but uh, we know, mom. We know who it's I, coming from. I'm just I, I I'm I'm a I, I'm getting what I'm getting around to saying is I'm a smug piece of shit when it comes to my ability to text versus the elder generation's ability to text, <laughs> and uh, and that uh, that has has come and bit me in the ass. I think. Uh, lately, because uh, last uh, weekend or two weekends ago now, I was uh, I was in L.A. and I was staying with my mother and father-in-law while I was there. And I was out and about one day, and I was really busy. And I was getting like just like one of those you know periods of fifteen minutes where like seventy-eight people have decided to text you all at once. <laughs> and so I was just clearing through all of these. Uh, inbound messages i get one from my wife that is a picture of some uh some pottery uh some ugly pottery mm-hmm. i uh <laughs> will go out on a limb and say yeah and the question do you want this for christmas and i just checked texted back no and <laughs> and uh the the day went on i went home you know hung out with mother and father-in-law that I, I stayed there for like three more days uh on my way back <laughs> to new york i looked i was looking back through my phone and i realized that what that text had been was my mother-in-law was in fact sending the text and the i i also misread the content of the text it was do do your do you think your parents would want this oh my stuff God, for Christmas? And so, you just texted just said, back a harsh and blunt no. no. Uh, literally N-O, period. And a period? <laughs> Who even puts periods in texts? Oh, I'm oh such a monster. God. Oh, God. Ben, so you have not heard? Uh, well, I, I, I was there the entire time. Like, like if, if I would have heard, it, I would have heard about it in person. Oh, I see. Uh, but I also don't really know... Like, whether she would have been offended or not, like, uh, it's, there's, like, so many questions in my mind about how she perceived well, I mean, I think, the text she got back. I don't know, man. I think if you... And how to address it, you know? Oh. There's only one way to do it, just, like, bluntly. It's like, yeah. oh, listen, sorry, I didn't realize whatever, whatever you're going to say, but you just have to address it. You can't just leave it hanging there. Like, that's probably worse. <laughs> Leaving it just floating out there is just... I, I, but now I feel like too much time has passed and that like, you know, if I call her up and go like, hey, you know that text with the pottery that I was really a real shithead about? Oh, <laughs> how did you do that? It doesn't make any sense how now. How did you do? Like that is an A1 gaffe, my friend. 
Yeah, yeah, that is like Joe Biden level gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to address it though. Maybe don't call her. That's a bit awkward. But you can send an email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a long, a long flowery email. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, should I do it like like when you buy like condoms or tampons or whatever, where you kind of bury it among a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I got like a no, I think like, jar of te- peanut Mom, butter, I've some paper towels. purchased some condoms. <laughs> 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 about the pottery. Uh, yeah. You know, I say a bunch of things that are way worse, and then I say the thing about the pottery, and then I say everything but the pottery was just a joke. Well, I mean, I don't think, what, like what you told us sounds, you know, the honesty, the honest truth is that Rachel sent you a photo of pottery and you, she asked, in your mind, she asked you if you wanted it for Christmas. No. Right. I mean, that's true. You know, that is true. In, in my mind, that happened. But, but in reality, in our reality, you know, yeah. that your email or your text said from your mother-in-law, do you think right. your parents, like you didn't even read, you read it from your wife. It was, well, it, they have the same last name. Well, so sure. I guess, but I mean, they do, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's not that bad. Do you? Here's the yeah. other option. Like, it, I don't think I it's that explore? bad, but I think you should address it just so that she knows that you're not a rude, a rude guy. <laughs> yeah, I oh, think she, she knows that I'm not. I'm. She knows here's, he's a rude here's, guy here's, right now. So here's my <laughs> other my other potential strategy. Okay. is uh, never be nice in texts to her ever again. So just be like super monosyllabic. Just. Every, oh, like, that's just everything your text is style. Like, You're committing yeah, to Yeah, yeah. So she just thinks that like if she asks if I have time for dinner, no. I'll either say yes, period, or no, period. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's one way. I mean, if you just want to dig a deeper hole, go for it. On her deathbed, she calls Rachel to her side and she goes, I just think your husband is such a shithead <laughs> on texts. <laughs> and then you say, I, I just went about it the wrong way. I liked you all along. And then her phone pings and it's from you and it just says no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Or bye. Bye. Ooh, so dark. So cold. Uh, bye, period. I'm going to be killed for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if, if definitely if you didn't offend her before, if she ever listens, <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe pretty, I'll email her this episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Maybe uh, this is how to fix it, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Just let her listen in. She knows that hey. it's been weighing heavily on your mind, that you're not sure yeah. how to address it. That's sort of how Dan Savage uh, does that sometimes. Like somebody will call and be like, oh, I just, I want to try anal with my girlfriend, but I don't want it to be like a thing where she feels like I'm trying to inflict it on her. And he's like, just play, play this, like, you know. Right. Well, now your mom-in-law has to listen to you say anal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect, Ben. This is just going very well for you right now. Mm-hmm. You burned this bridge, too. <laughs> Is is your yeah. cocktail taking some of the edge off of this situation for you? I'd say so. It's a it's a it's a real delightful cocktail. You know, it's um it's got orange juice and orgeat mm-hmm. in it, which I feel like I can't get I, I don't get any almond and I don't get any orange, orange flavor huh. as I'm sitting here sipping it. It it tastes like a slightly fresher white Russian, oh. to be honest. So and it's it and it's like uh, it it looks like you know it's like the color of coffee ice cream. Mm-hmm. So the two form a a fresh cream. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, really. That's yeah, cool. it's like a it's like a it's like a white the white Russian you would make for somebody who doesn't eat any dairy. 
Well, there you go. Guys, I don't know what orgeat is. Ben. It is almond syrup. Okay. I have some here. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a little sample. It's delicious. You can actually just buy something labeled almond syrup and it'll be is the it same Is it super thing. expensive? No. No? You can, it, it's like, you know those like sh- super gross sticky bottles of different flavors they have <laughs> in, in like coffee shops for people right. that want ah uh, yes you know vanilla coffee or whatever yeah. it's one of those um it's like it yeah like one i think that's like the main market for this stuff but then it, it also pops up in a lot of tiki drinks but doesn't orjat like doesn't it have like rose water and orange blossom water in it that kind of thing a lot of uh yeah um when i've made uh grenadine at home that has orange blossom water in it too mm. so I'm not sure if that's like a, a definitional ingredient or if it's or if that's just there to kind of you know brighten it up a little bit something like mm-hmm. that. Um, ben, I couldn't help but uh, notice you said the word home and rec- and recently Deanne's made a decision mm. to, to get a new home. <laughs> wow. Nice. Buttery smooth transitions. <laughs> Plucked that transition right out of nowhere. I can't help but you said the you said the word home. home. <laughs> We've been joking lately about how shitty our transitions are, so call Dean Kamen. That's a segue. <laughs> Let's do it. Um so yeah. Billionaire inventor Dean Kamen. Did you know that Dean Kamen like owns his own island and they have a mutual non aggression pact with the United States? What? No. And uh, and they have like their own currency and navy and stuff. What? Where is this island? And can I live there? I think it's there? off the coast of Maine, maybe? He no longer owns Segway, right? Like that's, he sold that. Uh, I think he sold yeah. it pretty quick. And that's yeah. the guy, that the, the, the new owner then uh, had an accident on a Segway. Yeah, he, uh, he took a not, Segway off of a cliff. Yeah, did not, didn't make it. Yeah. I love the idea of a mutual non-aggression pact. And maybe my girlfriend <laughs> and I should sign one. Oh, As yeah. Oh, there's together. a segue. Boom, bam, segue. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of segues, I think uh, we should move on to the next topic. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to move on. I'm acting yeah. as though, I think I'm, I'm sighing in a way that suggests conflict. That's not really true. No. I'm very excited about this, you guys. Yeah, moving in with uh, big, SO is super, super great. Yeah. Super great. Very excited. But I want to get your read on this because we've been putting this off for a while. We've only been dating since January. Okay. And we yeah. are, where are we now? We're in oh, October. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we'll be... That is, that is fast. pretty fast. We'll be, this is, this is the mind. question. Putting it off? Right. And we'll be moving in together in December. So almost a full year. Right. Which okay. I was kind of holding out for because yeah. the joke, <laughs> have you guys heard the classic joke about lesbians? What no. Is, what does a lesbian bring on a second date? A U-Haul, because hmm? ladies <laughs> like to nest. They like to move in quickly. the The counterpart yeah. joke is, "What does a gay man bring on a second date? What second date?" There <laughs> yeah. we go. I just learned something. Two new things. <laughs> Two new stereotypes <laughs> about <laughs> homosexuals. That's, um, that's what we're here for, you know. Stereotypes about the Pacific and homosexuals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I was wondering if we were doing this a bit too quickly, and then talking to some heterosexual friends, I found out. Yeah. That you guys, sometimes you're moving in three months into a relationship, sometimes six months into a relationship. I think uh, my last girlfriend and I, uh, it was pretty quick. Like, I mean, it was maybe seven months. Okay. I mean, and it was partially, it was, you know, the worst idea is to do anything for financial reasons. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, there's so much economic pressure. But the thing is, like, it was, for me, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I was totally into it. I think she was a little more apprehensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. 
And I mean, it worked out. We broke up, you know, two and a half years into the relationship. So for I mean, totally <laughs> other reasons. Uh, yeah. Well, we we then moved countries, and then I think you know that sort of had a whole other effect on things. But, a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, quick. the thing is, like, if you're definitely like both on the same page for a long haul relationship, then it's the right move. Yeah, but if, I think we are. We're definitely both on the same page for a long term relationship my question with myself is like we are never going to get back this kind of dating time if we if this is the relationship we think it is then we kind Mm -hmm. of have forever to move in together ben you've you've talked about this before Ben. and there's that fun like oh i can't wait to see them at your doorstep yeah yeah Yeah. but then again we're spending all of our time together and i basically uh she has a nine to five i don't but i pretty much move into her house every weekend and then (laughs) even this week i I was there until today until thursday i just if i have clothes i just keep staying we keep spending all our time together anyway so (laughs) that's a good sign sometimes just go down to the american apparel and Get some, <laughs> yeah, just get some new clothes. Yeah, yeah it's a good sign. Yeah. My, my, and my um, only trepidation as well is just like, I just want it to last, you know? I remember, Ben, you, you right. gave good advice uh, to somebody, or I think it was a listener that called in, but you said that you and Rachel, uh, your then girlfriend, now wife, uh, you have like, you still set up dates. Like you meet out, like, cause if, you know, for example, yeah. you know, your, your girlfriend has a nine to five and you don't. Similar situation to Ben. They'll make a date and they'll go and meet you know, afterwards. That's good times. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if you, if, if you both arrive under, you know, well, from, from opposite ends of, uh, of town or yeah. whatever, it feels a little bit more exciting and it's, uh, I don't know, it's good to go. Like, I think that the, the, the thing about living together is that it's real easy to get in a routine where you're just kind of living around each other mm-hmm. and, uh, you need to kind of design in, ways to like look into each other's eyes and have conversations and uh i don't know maybe that's maybe that's something more you know that i'm just prone to but like you know don't uh don't put your shit on anybody else back (laughs) well yeah yeah no i think that's pretty typical but if i'm you know if i'm not being conscientious about you know having like trying to be a in like you know trying to have a good relationship i'll sit and watch tv seven nights in a row and then you know rinse and repeat and it's like we're basically like i basically have no idea what's going on in your life like we sit here we fucking order takeout we watch a bunch of television and then we go to sleep like a dream to me exactly (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah i'm there i'm with you that is a date that i i get most nights but (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm just saying go go sit you know you don't even have to go get dinner but you know go just sit and talk somewhere or walk around and talk you know that's uh that's sound advice that's, and and i don't want to fuck this up that's the thing mm-hmm. you know yeah well there's yeah. always that she could be the one i think she is the one which is like <laughs> which is the best part of it all yeah well yeah. that's and that's like yeah, that's pretty awesome yeah i mean reason to be apprehensive about being too quick into it and mm-hmm. that kind of thing but i mean if you spend all your time together and it you know feels right yeah i'm a little nervous about not having any hiding places do you know what i mean for better or worse i have this idea that like (laughs) this is getting deep guys but i have this idea that i'm like oh i'm fundamentally (laughs) a bad person and so i should just go away and hide and just be bad in private and then come back and just be my most awesome self so when you're living with someone all the time it's like okay well she's gonna see me angry sometimes she's gonna see me worried sometimes i think that's the reality of 
dating is that when you do start to date someone and that being still relatively new, you always are your best self, mm-hmm. you know, like you are your, you put your best self forward. Uh, and the reality is that there is another you, I guess, you yeah. know, like, or there's more to you. So, I mean, it's a legitimate concern, but at the same time, I mean, I, I used to look at it like it's, uh, like you're just building something and like the longer you are together, the more you have together kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, and it's nice to get to know the, I mean, usually nice to get to know the whole, yeah. whole per, uh, significant other, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Also, sex is just a million times more convenient. <laughs> when well, that's the thing about, that's about. I the, thought that's, you were going to say better and then you just said convenient. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about going out on a date. You know, you're coming home with her. You know yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the exciting thing, too, is that we, we joke around right now about how much time, like, actual time we're losing, like, trying to say goodnight to each other. Like, if I try to leave her house, it's at least an hour. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's a romantic and it's sweet, but it's at least an hour of, like, kissing on the porch and yeah. trying to say goodbye. Yeah, and, oh, my yeah. gosh, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it'll be great when we live together and we, we'll have all this extra time. Yeah, it be like this. Good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sleep>. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get, get, get to work on that screenplay you've been wanting to... Uh, to pen mm-hmm. exactly um so i don't know i mean uh you said december december 1st mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh do you both have a lot of stuff we don't have a lot of stuff i i haven't brought a lot of furniture from montreal i'm pretty new to toronto mm-hmm. she actually owns a house uh that she lives in right now with roommates lock it down yeah don't let yeah. her know yeah. she grab on with dude yeah. right. she is the one <laughs> yeah, she's got her shit together in a major way and wow. i keep asking her like is this a downgrade for you to move into an apartment with me when you own this amazing house um that she's renovated <laughs> it's really lovely but i think she's gonna leave a lot of her stuff there and then we're just gonna set up a cute little home so is she she's renting it out kind of thing she rents out two of the rooms at the moment and mm-hmm. lives there and i think she's just gonna rent out her guys she's got it going on she really is aside from all yeah, the gushy stuff i could say about her and how beautiful she is she's probably gonna rent out her room in this house for more than she's paying to split this apartment with me she's a she's a little hustler yeah. she's got smart yeah, she's got a brain in that head <laughs> i wish yeah. you guys could Business see brain. chris chris's face right now he's so excited <laughs> i am it's, it's so, like, you, you've hit the jackpot yeah it's like yeah lock yeah. Like, like ben says lock it down <laughs> lock i it do down. lock it down you guys <laughs> uh well, how is the, uh, I mean, the, the permanent holiday that you're about to embark on, how does it pair with the permanent holiday that is in your... Oh my gosh. Mug? Well, the thing about this that I'm very excited about is this drink is way more delicious than I ever could have imagined. I'm really enjoying it. It's going down <laughs> wow. so smooth. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think that this drink could be a metaphor for life in general and for this new journey that I'm about to embark on. A little bit trepidatious, a little bit nervous, oh, classic Deanne worrying stuff, but it could be sure. better than I ever anticipated. I like your style, Deanne. Thank you. I like your yeah. style. This is a delicious, and delicious cocktail. Thank you. thank you. And it's got that passion fruit. Oh, sort of man. So you got to have passion. Yes. You know, you know uh, as we were making the drinks, um, Deanne said, oh, we're actually making the drinks. Uh, I probably should have eaten more than a piece of toast. <laughs> and uh, I, I woke up late, and all I've eaten today is two pieces of toast. I mean, that happens. That happens to all mm-hmm. of us where you just, a certain time of day, you're like, oh, damn, I forgot to fuel myself Mm -hmm. and then you fuel yourself with uh two ounces or three ounces of alcohol whatever it is (laughs) you know it can be an interesting afternoon for you i think it's gonna be great (laughs) it's already great you guys i'm feeling much more relaxed about everything good me too um chris let's get into it with you Mm. speaking of segues yeah yeah uh well this uh right off the bat i mean the last time i did this i'm emceeing um 
our friend Scott Anderson's wedding on Saturday. And the last time I did this was... I didn't get invited. No, no. Some friend. I know, I know you didn't. Uh, I'm going, which is weird. Yeah, really I, weird. I haven't even met him yet. Really weird. <laughs> yeah. The last time I did it was for our friend James Black. And, uh, uh, you know, he didn't know you then, Ben. He would have invited you otherwise, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but I... Two members of uh, Finger 11, The Rock correct. Band. Yeah, one of the same. And uh, he... And his wife, Amy, asked me 18 months in advance, right? A year and a half wow. in advance. They were planning and said, look, we'd love Dang. for you uh, to MC the wedding. And I was, we were out uh, at a bar and, you know, probably all the color from my face drained. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so you've been tossing and turning about this Dude, ever since? <laughs> no, this was, this, was, this was the first time. Right? This was the first time, like... Yeah, for a, and I and I I, don't, I joke about it, but it was true. Like for a year and a half, it would like pop into my head, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" How, I'd, I'd try to fall asleep, and it just would keep me up. I would be writing it in the shower. <laughs> I, I just thought about it nonstop, or I mean, I guess yeah, nonstop for a year and a half. And in the end, I mean, I think the day came, and I had maybe five beers, and I was like, "Whoa, I got to slow down because I've got to appear in public." Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so I took a breather, and then everything was fine. I mean, it was really okay. Um, we were speaking earlier about speaking in front of people and mm-hmm. <clears throat> how I don't like to do it, um, but I don't know. Like when I start, when I started that time, like years ago, it was ten plus years ago. Uh, you know my chest is just pounding. My heart's pounding in my chest. And, and then, you know, you sort of ease into it and they're like, Oh yeah, this is no problem. You know, it's not that bad. And this time around, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge honor to be asked to do this. Like, I mean, I, I, I can't wait to do it, but I'm afraid, like I'm a per- perfectionist in the way that like, I can't make a mistake. I can't do it. And so, uh, writing the speech recently, um, you know, my anxiety came from like, what am I going to say? And mm-hmm. then I just sat down and in fact, had been thinking about it for a couple of weeks. And then today, this afternoon, I just sort of banged out the speech, you know, and I've got to touch up oh. tomorrow, but like, I just kind of, I wrote it and I'm like, yeah, no, this is fine. And, and you know what? Like if I fumble over my words, like it'll be fine. It's yes. like, it's just all friends and family. I mean, I'm, I'm, do you think your brain has been sort of subconsciously working on it in the background? Or? Uh, I th- yeah, it definitely has. I mean, I'll be, you know, my road, my recent road trip, you know, I was thinking about it, like, what am I going to say? Um, and, you know, the day uh, Scott asked me, I wrote something on my phone and uh, I'm going to use it. I'm not going to say it now because it's like you know middling like it's like broad humor which oh come on go for it i can't i can't i can't do it because it's also like a personal like sort of relevant to the person and it doesn't make sense you know like out of context it doesn't make sense but um uh what i found writing it today was um a lot of it just kind of came together and something i things i never thought of before and it kind of found a rhythm and a theme and so we'll see. So you kind of like just cast a spell. You went zim zalabim and it in, appeared. In my glass is a drink and I, yeah, I, uh, I feel better about it all. It's just uh, while I was writing it, the anxiety left me. I could feel it leaving. Uh, like the stress left. Yeah. And then it was replaced because I've been fighting this cold. It was replaced by whatever it is I've been fighting because mm-hmm. I let my guard down, you know. Uh, all that's left is the execution, I guess. So... Um, when I speak in public, I tend to run through it. Like, I think I just did that. Like, I just kind of 
skip really quickly through things. Uh-huh. You know? So for me, it'll be about slow down, finding yeah, your pace, yeah. slow down, you know, and have fun. That's Can, the, let me tell you this. I don't know if this will help you at all or not. Yeah. But as a comedian, you talked about perfectionism. Mm-hmm. When I'm emceeing events or even when I'm on stage, I not only embrace, but I welcome mistakes yeah. and errors because they're human. They're funny. Generally, you can make something better yes. out of not executing it perfectly, yeah. you know, and so everybody understands that. It's uh, that's very good advice. Yeah. And I, uh, I think I've been sort of. Uh, preemptively forgiving myself and actually looking forward to, uh, the mistakes Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, between, uh, this event and James's, uh, uh, wedding, uh, my sister got married and the difference between giving a speech at my sister's wedding and James's, uh, wedding was that on James's wedding, I bullet point, like bullet form, bullet Mm -hmm. point, you know, and I kind of just reference my sister's wedding. I wrote it and I read it terrible idea like ah, reading, yeah because it's so unnatural right ugh, reading from a page like then you're reading you're orating yeah and it's like yeah. a different thing you know uh yeah so i mean i've written a sp- well she is never gonna oh, forgive you dude for that. i was i was <laughs> mortified like i mean i i think it was probably much worse in my head but i yeah oh, i felt you're the only one that remembers it at this point exactly yeah. like i, I carry it around like luggage mm-hmm. um <laughs> and um how? With all the other luggage. Trust me, man. I'm like <laughs> fucking Johnny Atlas over here. <laughs> but yeah, so I've written a speech and I think I'm going to break it down into bullet points and then, you know, just as cues uh, and I don't know, go from there. I mean, you are a professional uh, speaker in front of people. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, I imagine like was that you said you started at 29? Yes. Wow, so, that's pretty late, right? It yeah. is pretty late. So... Mm-hmm. Can you sort of describe those first few experiences? Well, yeah, my first experience ever on stage, I just remember the light was really bright. I didn't have any theater background. I didn't have any public speaking background. So it was all very new to me, but it was immediately addictive mm. and I loved it. And I've been doing comedy about 10 years now. Wow. So I am much more comfortable. I am much more genuinely confident than I was when I started. But my initial joke, what people would say you seem so comfortable on stage. You're so comfortable on stage. And like I told you, I have no training. So I would say back to them, oh, that's great. The thing is, I'm equally uncomfortable everywhere. (laughs) That's why I seem comfortable on stage because it's just as hard for me to have a one-on-one in a coffee shop. Sort of presaged that Mark Ruffalo uh, as the Hulk line, I'm always angry. Yeah, something like that. This is a very good way of describing it because people have said to me, and I can't remember if I've talked about it on here before or not, but... It's like, oh, you don't like, cause I'll say how anxious I am or yeah. you know, how I'm, cause I can be anxious. Just as anti- you wouldn't like be- me when I'm anxious. <laughs> 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 and then it just become like this, like frenetic ball of nerves. Yeah. That'd be, that's a really good superhero. I um, love it. <laughs> um, but so people will say, like, you don't seem like the anxious type. I'm like, yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I don't like to think it's acting because it's really not. I'm not like consciously doing anything, but like inside, it's just like you know, yeah. bubbling away. You're all just managing. The time. You're used yeah. to managing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can really see it uh, at times, like in a uh, like sometimes in a social gathering. If I don't know anybody, you know, I'll either shut right down and not say anything, mm-hmm. or strong I'll, silent type. Yep, yeah, or I'll just talk about nonsense you know, and, <laughs> and make a fool of myself. You yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. 
like what you said about you're just equally bad everywhere. Yeah, equally <laughs> uncomfortable everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. luckily that's changed. You know, I, I do have more kind of mm-hmm. genuine confidence when it comes to public speaking, mm-hmm. in part because I realize that... Um, it hasn't it's, changed for me. No? No, I'm anxious everywhere. All the, time. the thing is, though, it's like public speaking is everyone's worst fear. Mm-hmm. Like it's way up there in terms yeah. of most people. So if you're up there and you're confronting a group, most of the pe- people in the audience are thinking, thank God that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they automatically have respect for you because you're doing it. Yeah. One other thing that I find so interesting about public speaking, I read this somewhere. Um, just the idea of being a human confronted with that many other eyes mm-hmm. upon you. They say that um, we're so scared of public speaking because the only time in nature that you have kind of that many eyes on you is when you're being pursued as prey. Wow. It's the only time you have that much attention on you wow. like that. And I, I just find that so fascinating, that wow. idea. They should really pass good. out yeah. sunglasses uh, as, as everybody enters <laughs> the club. Um, yeah. You guys know about that, like, uh, that social science thing where they'll put a picture of eyes over the coffee maker yep. and in the an office thing? and like yeah. people no tell pay. me so like like in offices where people are supposed to like contribute to the coffee fund by like mm-hmm. putting a dollar in or whatever mm-hmm. when they get their coffee like people will put a lot more money in if there are is an illustration of eyes near where they're supposed to put the money wow that is so interesting yeah the experiment what did it, it consisted of uh eyes one week, fl- like a flowers the next. Yeah. You know, so they like over the weeks, they just flip back and forth. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. Like, we're real piece stupid. Of, yeah. <laughs> piece of paper with eyes on it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. We can't get away from the animal inside all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to take what I've learned today. Okay. I'm going to apply it. Right. Two days from now. Yeah. And I'm going to hit a home run. Plus, you're going to pound gonna be great. a Zimzalabim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I can. I could drink a couple of beers or I could have one of these, but I could not have two of these. <laughs> no? Yeah, no, I don't think so. How yeah, are you that's, the, this? that's a boozy beverage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's known as spirit forward. It's, uh, you know, if you're not careful, like I ate lunch, so I'm lucky, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really, it'll get you there quick kind of thing if you're not Thank careful. Thank heavens. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you could. Yeah, we've done a few or... drinks lately with like kind of more bitters than normal. Like two teaspoons is like. You know, you're usually dashing bitters, not yeah. measuring it out. And uh, I think that's like the hip new thing. It must be. That's just like the first one I've had. I mean, maybe you've had them on that end, but... Uh, well, we did that one. Uh, I think Adam Pranica maybe drank it that was all mm. Angostura. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, can, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. And I no, hope this sorry. isn't too involved. Uh, it was just not please? that type of show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, we'll make an exception. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You just text me, no, period. <laughs> Damn it, <Ben. laughs> And there, bringing it around. Um, okay, so I'm moving with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And now we both have a decision to make. Are we going to be the type of house that has, you know, cocktail supplies on hand? If we yeah. are, is this too, I don't know if this question is too involved, but like what would be a good way to get started with uh, a home bar? That is a great question for that us because we question. recently wrote an article for food52.com on that very subject. Who did? We did. Chris and really? I. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. guys. Well, you can just put a link and I could read it or you could tell me. I'll, I'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. But I think that the kind of basic premise of our article mm-hmm. and a lot of bar, home bar nerds made fun of us for this. Yeah. A couple, uh, couple of Larrys made fun of us. Yeah, we got we got a couple of uh, real lousy commenters on that article. <laughs> but uh, the basic premise is pick like one or two drinks that you want to 
get good at making just be like mm-hmm. i can like dash off a gin martini or a sazerac or whatever in my sleep and stock yourself to make those drinks and then have this you'll have the stuff on hand and it won't like take over your living room or whatever uh but then you know periodically just be like okay like i feel like the sazerac i've got let's do a sidecar now or let's do let's do a lemon drop now and and just like quality over quantity right so when it comes to the home bar yeah like you can do the insane thing that chris and i do which is have 78 different bottles of things on hand (laughs) chris is shaking his head yeah but but and but like that's so expensive to start you know and and really all you need is like a way to shake or stir your drink depending Mm -hmm. on what drink it is and like glassware to pour it into and you know a cutting board to cut up citrus if that's you know like like pick the the drink that you want to make and get the tools that you need to make that there's like a pretty finite number of total tools and i think it's like clear when a tool is like way too specialized to actually be useful Mm -hmm. or not Um, i'm absolutely loving this drink right here i think this would be a lovely thing to offer there you go so you need to start with tiki mugs I think I will, unless they're most. offensive, which I will Google later, in <laughs> which get. case we will put them in some other type of container. Just I mean, get the Schwarzenegger ones. That's, you there know, you go. that's yeah. only offensive to uh, maids who he has children with out of wedlock. Oh my gosh. What a bold man. Every, Remember so when he go. did that? Everything's offensive. Yeah. What? What were we going to say? I cut you off. Oh, I was just saying, remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger had a child yep. out of wedlock with his yes. maid? I yeah. do remember when he did that. What a jerk. Yeah. What a jerk. Maria Shriver, what a dream of a woman. Mm. Yeah? Chris that's, is that's like, oh, yeah. That's a very strong jawline that Maria Shriver has. That's a, a strong-jawed family, no? Yeah, yeah. they are a strong-jawed yeah. family. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way, yeah. but I was thinking of her as a handsome woman. She's a handsome woman. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the perfect way to describe her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Benjamin. You wouldn't like her when she's anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really love... Anxious. How about Schwarzenegger? Like oh, I don't know what to uh, say ever. <laughs> That's a good one. Parties. I can't talk, walk up and talk to somebody I don't know already. <laughs> Benjamin, do we have a uh, do we have a caller this week? We do. Hi Ben. Hi Chris. Hi lovely and talented guest. This is Dave Benoob in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. I've got a life event that I'd love for you to pair a cocktail with. My favorite baseball team, the Toronto Blue Jays, just clinched the playoff spot for the first time in 22 years. Go Jays. Uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye. Dave, that was, that was, uh, that was very good. Very quick. Very precise. Very mm. concise, actually. This is timely. This is poignant. Yeah. Killed it. Um, yeah, is it? Uh, I don't... Uh, I'm not... Um, Super caught up on on the bases ball, but uh, is it still still going good for the Jays, uh, buddy? Well, this is a week from when it happened, but uh, last night uh, it was insane. It was crazy. City's uh, going nuts. Uh, yeah, bananas, banana cakes. So, spoiler alert: it's still happening. Spoiler alert: yeah, th- at this point, uh, when spoiler you're listening, alert for week old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched the reruns of uh, week old baseball, which. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not my know. DVR. I just don't, I never get caught up, you know. <laughs> You're watching sports from ten years ago. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're into the next series. Don't tell also. me if the Cubs get to the World Series. <laughs> well, I won't. I'm okay. not going to do that because I don't know. All right. Well, um, 
We've done a couple of uh, Toronto Blue Jays drinks before. Mm-hmm. One this uh, year. Really? Uh, that seems so specific. Well, yeah, I, we did well, one because I got Chris, into baseball. Chris has gotten, gotten into baseball recently. Yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't want to recycle one because I feel like there's so many drinks with blue curacao out there. Good idea. <laughs> Why well, just pick one? Yeah. Uh, so this one is actually a real simple one that I think could be a fun like uh, baseball game party drink. Uh, blue Jay Tonic. It's an ounce and a half of blue curacao and four ounces of tonic water. So uh, you're just going to build that in a Collins glass with ice and start a combine and garnish with a lime wheel. Blue Jay uh, Tonic. Yeah, you're just swapping in blue curacao for the gin that, that you would normally put in a gin and tonic. And, Is that going to uh, pack enough of a alcoholic punch? Well, so most uh, orange liqueurs, I think, are in the kind of 30 percent alcohol by volume range which is pretty close to gin which tends to be 40 percent um there's actually like if you just wanted to do like a curacao and tonic and not make it blue or do curacao and tonic and and put blue food coloring in which is like just exactly what blue curacao is Mm -hmm. uh uh, there are a couple of higher alcohol ones like pierre ferrand uh dry curacao i think is 40 percent alcohol by volume Ben, so that would uh, that would you booze you up just as good as a gin. Plus, it's got a delightful orange flavor to it. I guess if you look at it the way people look at like diet beverages or diet food items, it's like, yeah, no, I'm I'm cutting back, but then it just allows you to have more. So right. I think yes. if you just consume one or two more of those blue jay and tonics, totally. blue jay tonics. Uh, and I, so, I say pop a hot dog in there, call it a BJ tonic, <laughs> get on top of it. Bam. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <yeah>. I'm tipsy. <laughs> uh, but Ben, let me ask well, you something. I, I was going to say, um, so the one qualifier I will, I will say before you have all your friends over is try this out because, uh, you know, Curacao has sugar in it and tonic has sugar in it. So if, uh, if this drink turns out too sweet for you, uh, what I would recommend is getting tonic syrup at the uh, mm. at the bar store, and uh, mixing it with soda water, in you know just kind of dial it in yourself to to where you want it sweetness wise. Um, so like maybe start with half an ounce of tonic syrup for uh, f- f- three and a half ounces of seltzer, and see if you can kind of get the sweetness under control. I just want to know: Did you have those alternate uh, blue curacao? Or higher potent, higher higher potency blue curacaos on the tip of your tongue, or did you have to look that up? Uh, well, I knew about Pierre Ferrand being higher alcohol, but it's not. That's not blue. It's a. That's a. Uh, that's just a, a regular ass curacao. Either way, I love your brain, buddy. <laughs> hey, just, thanks. I, you know, I respect the hell out of your brain. Ah, oh, that's very <laughs> sweet of you. Your bromance. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bromance. It's, it's a very full sweet. Flesh. It's a full we're, thinking, we're thinking about moving into that together. <laughs> <laughs> this brings us to the end, do you think, Ben? I think so. Uh, Deanne, how do people find you online? Oh my goodness, it's so easy. Google me. I'm the most successful Deanne Smith out there. It's not a very <laughs> common name. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Deanne underscore Smith. 
Yeah, you can go to her website too, and there's lots of uh, great videos of her doing stand-up, and uh, probably a schedule of where you can find her. Yeah, there there should be if I was more on top of that. But yeah, there will be. When is this coming out? Next week? Next Thursday. By next week? I can get on top of that, you guys. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, comedians are super good at keeping their websites updated with their schedules. Yes, and I will quickly say this. If you are in Toronto, I have a great show coming up at Bad Dog Theatre on October 26th called Solomon and Smith Kick It. I run that with my best buddy, and it's a stand-up show, and we have a great time. Awesome. Don't miss that. Also, um, can you find uh, Dan Smith's Questionable at Best on iTunes? Yes. Perfect. Yeah, look that up, guys. Yeah. Hey, go on to iTunes. Um, you can follow Chris on Twitter at ChrisBChicken. And Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. You can follow our show at Drink About It. And uh, we're also on Instagram, being held down by Lizzie Bartelt's on the social medias these days. Yeah. Um, you can follow your Instagram. Yeah, there's a lot more going on there now. Lots of lots of fun pictures going on, and uh, Lizzie's doing a great job, and we really appreciate it. Um, we're on Facebook and Tumblr, and uh, let's drink about dot it is our website, and that's where. Are you guys where... on Snapchat? Are you on Kick? It's funny. Snapchat came up last week. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lizzie was on actually. Lizzie Bartelt, our social media uh, manager, and. Yeah, she was talking about Snapchat, and I Snapchat. I registered for it, and she showed me a little bit about how to do it uh, yesterday. And uh, how did it is a we real, sound so old? How do you do a real Snapchat? Mind f. I think all of me. your Snapchats should just say no. Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest. You guys should do that. Uh, you know, Snapchat's evolved so much since I first learned about it. I first learned about it from people saying like, "Oh, this is a cool thing. It's like these pictures disappear." I'm like after yeah. whatever and I'm like that sounds like it's for one thing only <laughs> yeah it does and, and, uh, and so now it's like completely different uh, so it's a legitimate yeah. uh, platform I guess now but. you can send dick pics and make it look like you're barfing a rainbow <laughs> two, <laughs> two features which is great uh, uh, well thank um, you Deanne Smith thank you so much yeah, thanks, thanks for having million. me guys and this was absolutely delicious and therapeutic good thanks for good. Uh, thanks for coming on I'm so glad we could make it happen uh, I uh, We've been trying for a while, and it and it uh, it worked out great. Come back anytime you like. Thank you. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. Oh, and I, I guess uh, we forgot to thank Paul Watling and Graham Walsh. Right, always. We always forget, but we always remember <laughs> yeah. eventually. Thanks, guys. But uh, with that, we will be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Do me a favor. Don't choke on your own coke. <laughs> focused on us and that's what we need without him these things could run wild we got stark up top he's gonna need us to so this all seems horrible i've seen worse sorry no we could use a little worse stark we got him banner just like you said then tell him to suit up I'm bringing the party to you. I I don't see how that's a party. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get anxious. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always anxious. Hey, 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 hey,
Hey, hey, oh, oh, ah, 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 ah. 